Okay, here I am wearing a black shirt in Jakarta at 2 p.m. Hot, just realized I've been recording for 11 minutes and I forgot to press record. <laughs> I was speaking into my camera and it wasn't recording. So there it is. So now it's gonna be a little bit of a, a replay for me and maybe an original video for you. So I had a, a, a viewer uh, send me a question about why boulet? Why, why would I use that word in my channel? And uh, it's a good question because I hadn't really given it much thought in the very beginning. It was just some kind of flippant thing that I put together, um, just looking for some catchy, memorable phrase. Uh, and uh, okay, boulet just kind of came up and it, it was just like that. Really, it wasn't like I sat down and gave it a lot of uh, thought about the title. Um, and I kind of, at the same time, even copied it a bit off that uh, meme that we have heard for years. Okay, boule, no, okay, okay, boomer, I think it was. Okay, boomer or something like this. Okay, Karen or whatever. It's just this condescending, smug type of a, an expression that we have about people that are giving us advice. And we just go, yeah, 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 whatever, you know, and that's the way... In a, I guess in a, in a way of speaking, that's kind of the way I, I occur for myself is this smug kind of guy who's up here telling people where it's at, uh, <laughs> who may just kind of laugh at me and go, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, there's a, there's a few gems that come out of my mouth on occasion, but for the most part, I mean, I've never really imagined people taking me extremely seriously with everything I'm saying. And so I came up with that title as kind of a smug, silly thing. And now though, I realize that the word boule does carry some negative meaning uh, for people. Uh, and I've been on the receiving end of some negativism myself. <laughs> I mean, lovely as my wife is, I mean, there has been an occasion or two when I'll get that angry look and then uh, it'll be, I'll hear that word, you know, kind of muttered under her breath, like uh, boule, you know. Okay, so I've heard that lesson before. I heard that before and it's not nice all the time. Um, and also, uh, like I mentioned in a previous video, I think it was, um, I've tried to get jobs here in Jakarta and in Bogor as well as a teacher and been totally unsuccessful, mostly because the rules for, for foreigners, or boules, if I may use that word, uh, are different from, from locals. I'm not going all the way today because there's a bunch of work being done down there, fires and grass cutters and just do the short route. The rules are different. So if I want to get a job as a teacher, let's say, uh, I've got to have five years of experience and I've got to have a degree in teaching, which uh, neither, neither of those I have. So sorry, no teaching job for you. Sorry if you have a family to, to support, too bad. You're not the kind of teacher we want and all that kind of stuff. And that became a negative for me as well at first. So yeah, I know what it's like. Uh, Boulet can be a pejorative. Uh, people don't necessarily mean it in a nice way. And it even has a kind of racial overtone as well. With some other words, which I won't mention here, but we all know what they are. Words that we used as a derisive type of a comment about some, some racial group. And uh, it's been used that way before. So I recognize all that. That wasn't on my mind at all when I named OK Boulet, OK Boulet. Not at all. Uh, so now that I've had a chance to think about it though, and I've made a few videos so far, reflecting on some of the messages that I've put together in my videos, I realized that a big passion for me, a, a, a major thing, is being able to exercise speech 
in a constructive way and, and being able to use words instead of just have use, have being able to use words instead of just having words use me. Like I even confuse myself sometimes, but I mean, I want to use words. I want to use them. I, I, I want them to be tools for me to use instead of me being the tool that gets used. You know what I mean? If somebody says a word to me and say it's boule and I react negatively or I get insulted, I'm being used at that moment by, by some kind of concept or notion that I've got of that word. And it doesn't leave me with a very good feeling. Okay, fine. Well, maybe I can have a say in the matter of how that word occurs for me. Maybe I can use it in a different way. Maybe I could have a different meaning. And a couple of stories I want to share with you about this shift in meaning. Number one is a song, actually, by Johnny Cash called A Boy Named Sue. And I'm quite confident most people here are going to know exactly what that song is. If you don't know what it is, stop everything you're doing. Go to Spotify, go to YouTube, uh, check it out, listen to it. Uh, it it's, it's pure gold. Uh, anyway, the, the idea is this boy was named Sue, his dad took off, and this, this boy turned into a young man and had enormous trouble uh, with his name. I mean, people would call, this, call him Sue, and he would get upset and bust their head, and he would just be in one fight after another. And then finally, at the end, he confronts his dad and says, you know, my name is Sue, how do you do? Now you're going to die. And they get into this fight, and the dad finally looks at him after he's lost and says, okay, you're going to kill me, but let me tell you something before I die. I gave you that name because I couldn't be there for you. I knew I couldn't be there for you. And it was that name that I knew would make you strong as you had to fight your way through life. And of course, the boy named Sue at that moment was just struck by this context, this realization, like, wow, you know, that's pretty deep, profound. It gave him a whole new relationship with his dad, with his past, with his life. Just that shift in context. <laughs> And so I, I really believe in this power of context to shift the way that the meaning occurs for you about something, okay? So I invite you to consider that the word boule might also have some positive connotation. So story number two comes from an author named Napoleon Hill, and you may have heard of this author. He published Think and Grow Rich, uh, The Law of Success, many others during the 1920s to 1970s, really, he was very prolific um, as a success author. And Think and Grow Rich, if you don't know it, is probably the biggest selling success book of all time. In, this, in the book, there's a story written about Blair, his son, one of his sons, who was born without ears. And Hill and his wife were just shocked at the beginning because there's your baby, no ears. It just must be a terrible thing. And it was for them. And then Hill just decided, well, terrible as it seems, I'm going to shift the way in which this situation occurs for me and for my boy by convincing my boy that it's going to turn out to be an advantage for him somehow. I don't know how. I don't, I, he had no idea how it, was, it would work out, but he just believed that it would work out. And he repeated to his son again and again. Once again, there's the power of language to impact the way we think. And Napoleon Hill never gave up on that idea that somehow, some way, this affliction, this apparent problem, 
is going to become an advantage. And as it turns out, long story short, it, it was an advantage for Blair. And I, I don't know the whole story, <laughs> but it worked out well. The, the point I'm trying to make here is, is that we can choose the way in which a situation occurs for us by shifting the context, by talking to ourselves in a different way. So it doesn't matter what the word is. Now, what I'd like to do in my life, if I can, and a message I want to give to my sons is likewise, that the word boule, while people do hold that as a negative word, and there is some derogatory or derisive meaning to it, we can choose the way that it occurs for us. We can say that it's probably holding some advantage in there somewhere for us. And I really believe that there is an advantage because like getting back to my story about not getting a job, I mean, having that door slammed on my face at first was difficult. It was like, I've got a family to feed. I've got wife and kid at the time, one boy. Now I have two, four month old and a four year old. At the time, it was like kind of a crunch for me. I thought, well, what am I going to do? <sighs> but then a new door opened for me. So one door slams and another one opens is that old saying. Or how did Emerson put it? <sighs> an angel flies out and an archangel flies in, something like that. Well, that's pretty much what happened to me. Uh, shortly after, I realized that I couldn't get a, a job as a teacher, not having the experience and credentials. I found out that I could teach online as a teacher, English, that is, and it worked out very well. And, you know, I've been very fortunate to be able to do that even now. And it's worked out very well for me. And it's been a blessing. But the blessing didn't happen until I had that proverbial door slammed in my face. And so quite often, these disadvantages, these apparent problems, can be transformed or shifted into an advantage or a good thing at some point. So you get the, you get the point. You get the point. That boule, while we recognize, has a negative meaning for a lot of folks. We do, ourselves, have the choice about how it occurs for us, how we're going to use it. Because one of the themes I want to make out of this video, and hopefully others, is that words are tools. And... As a human being, I want to use words as tools instead of being the tool that gets used. Does that make sense? I mean, when I hear the word boule and I kind of think, oh man, that's, that's an insult, you know, and I, I can get that intellectually, but I can also react emotionally. I can go, you know what, you, I'm muttering under my breath. I'm angry with this person. You know, I don't like you for calling me boule. That's one way to go. Another way to go is to recognize that, like, okay, there's also a positive there for me, you know. It's because I'm in a situation here where I'm a, I'm a foreigner living in a new land that certain advantages accrue to me that would not be available for a local. As we've seen in other countries, like where I'm from, Canada, uh, there's a long history of, of immigrants visiting our country and making good. Uh, a part of the reason I'm convinced is because the traditional avenues of success are not available to them like they are for, for locals, like Canadians or, or Americans. Is they'll set up a, a new business um, out of necessity. It's like dad can't get a job as a whatever, as a teacher or his degree isn't recognized or whatever the hell it is, and ends up starting a business and uh, is forced to make it work and does make it work. All right, come on now. It's like, ah, oh, Baymax, behaving badly. And so uh, this person from Korea or whatever country, I just, I just use Korea, I don't know why, but maybe it's this prejudice I have of Koreans being resourceful. But a lot of them make good, and they do okay, and they do just fine. In fact, they do maybe even better than a lot of the locals do. Why is that? Well, again, when the doors are slammed in front of you, 
that are open for all the locals. New doors open that the locals would not have otherwise thought of. They're content just going down the usual traditional road, and that's great. Good for them. You know, they get the teaching jobs. Good on them. That's great. But as a boule, as a foreigner, I mean, doors closed. We have to think beyond that. We have to think more entrepreneurially, or at least outside the nine dots of, you know, just get a regular job and survive, that kind of thing. So I also want to recognize that being a foreigner carries with it certain risks because when the economy tanks, the economy goes down, I think it's just an unfortunate human reaction to want to blame somebody, blame some group of people. And unfortunately, it seems like the foreigners are blamed. Well, it's their fault. Let's go get them because it's their fault what's going on with us right now. And that's really unfortunate. That's, and that's not a problem specific to Indonesia. I mean, we're talking about that. That's happened in many other countries, even in the USA, in the 19th century, you got riots going on in some cities against the Irish, apparently, uh, who were taking the jobs of other people as they would enter into the country. They would be willing to, to work for low wages, take the jobs of the locals. Locals didn't like that. And there was a big problem. <sighs> Hello. And that can happen uh, to you as a foreigner in any country that you're living in. So there's a risk inherent to living anywhere. I just want to say that. You know, but again, uh, as I mentioned in other videos, I really believe that the risk now is greater living in the West. As a Canadian, my, the risk to me and my family is greater living in Canada than it is here, even though there is a risk here. I just choose to believe that there's an advantage for me here that it will accrue somehow. I don't know how, but I just believe it'll happen. And I want my sons to believe the same thing. There's no use in me telling them how being a boule is a problem. Really, there is no use in that, okay? I mean, I'm not going to pretend like people are going to treat him different. I'm just saying that he can choose to think himself into a new future of his own choosing, where people treat him, treat him well because he's a boule. You're a boule? Oh, great. Come on in. We need you. That sort of thing. Instead of the other way, which, oh, you're a boule, you're a no good, you're all that, you're my enemy. So we can recognize that multiple outcomes exist. And we can also choose the outcome that we want to realize in our lives. Anyway, I don't want to seem like I'm preaching. I just want to say, look, the word boule, to me, is, is just a neutral word. It doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. It just rhymes with the word okay. That's it. Okay, boule. That's it. But at the same time, I recognize that it could, for some people, be, be a racial kind of insult. So I invite you to consider what boule means for you. And if you're in the West watching this video, are you beginning to understand the risk that goes along with living in the West? Even though there's a risk to being a boule, there's some apparent danger to being a foreigner, are you willing to weigh the risks and realize that the risk of not leaving might be greater than the risk of living in a different land? So with that, I'll say bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bop, bop.